Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right. What's everybody's cool and funny ad that Time.is show? Oh, lots of Crest. Crest toothpaste. Crest toothpaste. And a couple one-minute histories. I don't know what they're advertising, just the idea of history, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, it's not popular. History is not popular, and people Hmm. don't like it. I have an ad from Jewel Osco uh, that just says, buy eight and give back, which sounds like a bad deal. I don't want to buy eight things and then give them back to you. I can see why Jewel Osco would want me to do that, but I don't want to. Being nebulous in what you're giving back is a a deal that you don't want to strike. That feels very fade dealing to me. Yeah. It's it's a period. uh, Buy eight, period. Get back. Mm. Get back. What impossible task drove you here? Because I don't think this is a thing that Oromar would be interested in being tasked with, especially if it is still operating on that vibrant courage and optimism was kind of like, oh, you know, we're going to really be going out and uh, changing people's lives for the better. Clearly, the resources are here to go and improve lives that I never had amazing. And then I'm like, oh, and my job is actually putting people in jail and jail's new. Mm. (laughs) Great. (laughs) What, What do you mean I'm doing this for the next three months and we're just going to be going for all the settlements? on this kind of coast and arresting people. Oh, wow. So there are a lot of people imprisoned on this ship. I I think there's like a list. It's almost like a bounty hunting kind of thing to go bring people back. Ooh, ooh, I love that. So are you you charged with hunting folks or are you charged with monitoring folks after they've been brought back? I have a feeling it is definitely the latter. There was probably some, I I think he would probably be able to feel like he's morally justifying and kind of catching criminals, but it's the kind of other end when they're miserable and being like, hey, we could I can repent and not do this anymore. I'm and, like, sorry, you just have to, a, a thousand years dungeon. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> and he's he's 14. Yeah, like, yeah. you're not going to get the, the glorious job of catching people. You, you are going to be feeding slop and, mm-hmm. and emptying buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting question. Why can't you do this task alone? Mm. Is the task getting you out or is the task Oromar quitting? <laughs> uh, well, I think, oh. I, well, we, I believe we have established Oromar mutinies around 17. Okay. Okay. 18, so there's some so. slow burn here. All right. Yeah. But you're putting some ideas. Uh, but it could be, it could be getting them out. Like, yeah. 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 I, and like getting, yeah, getting me out and I can't do it because I don't have the key. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But why do you need his help, Oromar? I think there is a degree where he is reluctant to. We have established that this kid goes to bed on time. Yeah. So uh, he's clearly he's clearly following some rules, even ones that he doesn't want to follow. And I think there is an impulse to go and free somebody who he knows as well. And I can't do that. That is has all sorts of knock-ons on both my and your future, and then has to be kind of you know coaxed into realizing that the what 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 are, what are rules and what is morally fair are not the same thing, which is not a thing he has processed yet. I don't think. Um, I love that. So, and yeah, we already know you are fourteen years old. How did you look at this point? What changed? Because um, you're twelve. Mm. Yes, um, I think Calavar has like. Mostly uh, like a buzz cut mm-hmm. for sure. And like just kind of like a perpetual kind of knot on the like on his right upper lip from just being just 
socked too many times. Sure. And yeah, and he's wearing the same shirt. It fits a little better. It's still very uncomfortable. <laughs> that buzz cut, that was because you were arrested. Mm, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can only picture the kind of like Audrey uniforms and Courier's cool, but like the Shadow the Hedgehog like edit. <laughs> 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 Dark Korea is cool. <laughs> I am the ultimate cool teen life form. No additional notes. You can just a picture, however that is. Maybe it's hover shoes. I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah, it's, it's in, in the same little kind of thing. That uniforms are important to the red feathers at this age, but for a different reason. Mm. All right. For this scene, the player who won the scene may raise a maximum of two times. Mm -hmm. The player who lost may raise a maximum of three times. Sean, do we have access to more slots than, or is it just treasures? Uh, so, yeah, I, I, Sorry. Let me finish reading the rules and maybe we'll find no, out. No, <laughs> no. Here's the thing. You have to talk louder than I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Players may make only one bid to destroy. And players may freely bid treasures, human traits, and relationship traits. Okay. Yeah. And while they are bidding, I will narrate. There is a storm. It is a storm that echoes far beneath the ship. The air here is thin. The only way that they were going to make it to the next port is to fly above. This is a dangerous maneuver for many reasons. The skyship requires extra fuel to be burnt in order to maintain an altitude like this. If they're not careful, if they descend too far and too quickly, they could be caught up in an even heavier part of the storm. But Red Feather ships press on. They press on because... Their pay depends upon them fulfilling contracts, even if they are contracts internal to the company itself. And any Redfeather portmaster will relish in cutting the pay of a ship for any reason. Late is, of course, part of that. It is said sometimes in Redfeather vessels that it is better to arrive dead than arrive late, because dead men are paid better. The people who take this hardest on the ship are, of course, the people who are held in the hull. It is cold here. Cold here even in the best circumstances. The times where it is hot, it is too hot. A stinking heat that smells of humanity and filth. The cold moments at least have that. The stench of this place does not travel far. But people shiver instead. It is a strange thing to watch if you are someone who comes from Bandari. Bandari, a place that has its flaws and has its problems, but it is a place where no one shivers. It is a place where everyone is warmed by the light of the grand fire and dressed by their fellow Bandari. And we have our form to, to read in. Actually, we should establish our bids first. Mm -hmm. So you'll okay. we'll have a little bit of time to think about that. Okay. Uh, mm. I saw you writing down your bids. Mm -hmm. um, do Tyler, you, do you over? I feel like I overwrite and then just pick the best one in the moment. I've been trying to fill in ones that, but I'm clearly going slower than you, actually. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Uh, anyway, you Tyler, since you won the last scene and uh, you have the filler rate, actually, I guess we should start with the person who lost because okay, sure. you've got more raises, technically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I picked a relationship trait. I will only have someone to ideologically joust with you at my side. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's you. All right. You taught me that sometimes, somewhere, at some point, someone has my back. Mm. Whoa. And I think the cool thing about mm -hmm. this is that must have happened before this scene. Mm -hmm. That's Ooh. the cool thing about Ooh. that is Calvar's carrying that into the scene. Mm. All right. Is, 
Okay. Oh, go, go ahead. Well, uh, can I maybe do a pitch on like where that context came from? Please do. Yeah. Can I please, Game Master? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I scene paint? <laughs> All right, because you were good. <laughs> um, I I feel like maybe there was an opportunity for like. There was a maybe Calivar's crime came at like there was a harsher punishment that was probably in line where um is is it is it red feathery enough that like there's some kind of like removal or like 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 kind of like a maiming that could happen if like you mouth off or are just mm. difficult I think that could be a, a red feathery thing. And the line that they're probably treading right now is that Bendari, even if they're trading with the red feathers, is technically a free place, at yeah. least at this point. Um, so there there could be some leverage there. But like, yeah, it's like I think if it was a red feather held territory, they would have cut your hand off or something. Yeah. And I think that in that there was something that Oromar either did or said or suggested to someone that made them like consider like oh this person is worth more like with with his hands um and 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 calivar was present when that happened and yeah i think i think what happened if I am allowed to scene paint. Hmm. Oh, can I scene paint? Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Watch this. No. <laughs> no. You're done. <laughs> You're not in charge here. <laughs> if he gets in charge of the scene, I know, but go ahead, go ahead. I think Calvar, I don't think there are parents in the picture for Calvar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whether it was that way when he was nine, it is certainly that way at this point in his life. Mm. And I think without parents, Calivar was not considered a part of Bendari until Oromar told the Red Feather Syndicate that this was his brother. James! That's so dope. Just to clarify. Yeah. This this moment, as occurred in the past, is that a separate arrest to now or the same Separ- one? Separate. Good. Yeah. Cool. Mm, okay. Well, Thank you. Well, no, I don't know if that's a separate arrest because, like, I think the idea is the Red Feathers, like, caught this kid counterfeiting and are like, I guess got his hands off. Mm. And <laughs> in that voice, too. <laughs> I'm the guy who cuts off the hands. <laughs> All right. I so- don't care if it's a kid or a big guy. I'll cut off the hands. Mm. <laughs> Okay, n- it's fine. I can I can sacrifice that thought and factor it. Was it a cool yeah, thought? Yeah, no, wait, wait a minute. minute. You have good ideas. No, I th- there's a degree of kind of like I I like the idea that there's a surprise that I see mm, in after mm-hmm. like saving my ass one mm-hmm, time already. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm happy to you, abandon that. You've been thought. on this ship for a while. Like I think mm-hmm. you have to know. I think that's that's actually probably something that's probably been eating at Oromar. Mm-hmm, that... Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. So this is the current uh, instance where we are, I have had to say that you're my brother blushing furiously. Um, okay. Uh, I uh, will raise, but I need to also check, fact check, oh, lord of the law in the setting. <laughs> now um, that's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the fall of the Bandari, mm-hmm. before or after, uh, is it, it, like, L- long after this, probably closer to when you mutiny. Cool, good, and excellent. Actually, okay, I'm going to establish right now after you mutiny. Yeah. All right. Oh, 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 oh people are going to die on the podcast, Jang. Damn, we're just going to find find that guy. I think we know the guy too. I'm the guy that cuts the hands yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You thought it wasn't a horror comedy for a while? Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, I will raise a lesson from a loved one. You can journey anywhere in Sphere, but you can always return home. Oh. That's so. definitely juicy. <laughs> but is it juicier? I don't think it's juicier than Calivar's. Well, shit. I think <laughs> it's, it's really good. I'll I'll tell you, uh, burning that one would probably be juicier. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, 
but that might we we might be a little early for that. Hey, I scoop. Then <laughs> feel okay. free feel free to for that for that to be for for you to take the lead on this scene as well. Okay. Yeah, it, it feels like we are. Yeah, I think we see like a dimly lit room, mm-hmm. and it is candle lit. We see like <laughs> I like I like people mm-hmm. uh, backlit by mm-hmm. a fire, mm-hmm. um, but we see like Oromar's frame standing in front of this like the 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 holding cell and beyond the holding cell there are arguably like too many bodies in this holding cell mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of like crammed together um and we see off towards like the farthest end of the room we have um there's like a hand kind of like stretching out from the holding cell kind of like dangling and it's uh somebody's right hand and we see like a like tiny little like glints of like jewel kind of like knocking on the door on the the wall and um i think calivar is very much trying trying to get oromar's attention he's been trying to like he doesn't even really know why he's like i don't even know if i would say thank you or try and like reach for another like try mm-hmm. and start another fight but he's just like i have absolutely nothing to do and so i'm going to try to mm-hmm. get this guy at the other end of the room's attention <clears throat> okay the new inmates uh, we're going to be going through some ground rules uh there's going to be uh if any of you have any coin unfortunately i'm not interested uh please make sure that you keep any things that you've secrete you've stashed away on you to yourself we don't want to have additional infighting okay. on this ship below because we will have to retreat security, security. if people continue hey, to disturb. Hey, 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 hey. Jeez. Okay. Does anybody have any questions? Why am I, I here? Why are I'm sorry for the circumstances here? you find yourself in. He says to you. Uh-huh. And genuinely, like, sorry, like, they should have. They, they just grabbed me. They, they they didn't say anything. They just grabbed me and put me on the ship. Ain't that a shame? What is that? Hmm. Well, uh, there is a process of uh, appeal. It does require paperwork. Um, but uh, if you do, uh, you can. We can uh, arrange time for you to go to the kind of interrogation room where we have a pen and paper in the form for you to fill in. I, are, I, are you I, able I, to? I can't. I can't read or write. I can't read or write. I, I need do you. You must know. You must be able to. Please, please, could you help me and I'll fill out whatever form? Can I'll, you help I'll sign him? With, 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 can you help him with blood if it's necessary? Can you help it's him? Fine. Can you help him? I can interpret. Yes or no. <laughs> I can ask if I can be an interpreter for you. Mm. That sounds like a no. 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 I actually, if you must know, have managed to do, fill in the forms for people who aren't available to read and write. Literacy is not a requirement for you to be able to go through the process of rehabilitating yourself. So you filled out the forms for them. You filled out the forms for, and then he gestures further back into the room for Lenny and and Chris and and uh, Big Tony. Love, <laughs> love the name Tony. Uh, and they're still they're still here. They're still in this lot with me. It's not my fault if they say no. Kind of seems like you want to be able to do more than you're actually able to. I wish I was the person that caught you. That would have been satisfying. And yet. Yet, and and this is you this. would have been caught faster too, to be honest. Okay, all right. Since we wanted to talk, well, then let's let's talk. And then he kind of like gestures, like mm. let's just let's just let's just talk. We're already talking. We might as well talk. Well, if you think I'm going to actually go inside there to speak to you, unfortunately, that's probably going to be a pretty bad idea. So what you're going to do is that we're going to go to this side of the room. If everybody could please move to the other side of the room. I know the space <laughs> is very small. <laughs> but this is an official red foot of the conversation and there is a degree of uh, non-disclosure involved. So there, 
you, Man, you, I don't need this. I'm 400 pounds and of greater than human intelligence. I don't think he wants it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Big Tony is Tony Vornskier. <laughs> I don't think he wants to fill in the paperwork if you ever hear the conversation. So... <laughs> And so they, they all kind of like shuffle off to the corner. My brother, how are you doing? Doing pretty well, bro. Mm. Gotta say, uh, I was not expecting, well, the last, let's, let's be honest, the last 48 hours were kind of a whirlwind, but I did not expect to see knots saving the day. <laughs> it's funny. I don't think anybody else in my life has actually given me a nickname uh, so I would love to appeal for a different one. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just call me Oromar. <laughs> All things considered, I think you owe me at least that much. Uh, uh, Calivar kind of gives him a look up and down. Oromar. Thank you. Oromar nuts. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> I, so, a conversation. A conversation. I'm just over here wondering, where do you feel like... Is this, is this where you feel like you want to be? As I say, would have preferred to have personally handled uh, your arrest. I think it probably would have been easier on both of us if I had. Uh, however, hopefully... As long as I integrate myself into the established uh, hierarchy of upward mobility as you work with the team, I can kind of go into a position where if I am making the arrests, I can make suggestions to make the process fairer and less violent. Shut all the way up. You know, change the process from the inside. (laughs) I am apparently saying this while I'm 14. I did some reading. (laughs) I can fill in the paperwork. You are talking like a total stiff. You are talking like the like the 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 folks that just came through rolled through town and just changed everything the concept of code switching hasn't been invented yet <laughs> shut up <laughs> uh, uh you you're talking like them is that is that really who you think you are <sighs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. I actually would have preferred uh, to be having this conversation with the, the kid whose snot I kicked out of their nose uh, in camp. He wouldn't have caught you quickly either. Uh, okay. Okay. So what do you want? Well, I clearly don't want to be in here. And right now, it seems like the only person who can do that... Quiet. I am whispering. <laughs> For a change. Okay, so. Do you want, I, I guess I, I guess I just ask, do you like seeing me here in these bars? Honestly, no. I, I don't know. I, I was hoping when I saw you again after I finished training that you would have, I don't know, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> doing something fulfilling, I guess. I don't know. Is, is, is what you were doing fulfilling? What I was doing? I mean, I was making the best out of the the the, the situation that was given, you that were, was forced on us. You were cheating people. I, I was cheating them. I was cheating them, all right? They, they came in here and made a bunch of rules that I don't agree with. And I don't think you do either. Salespeople and craftsmakers aren't them. They're just people. They also deserve to live their life comfortably. But they all answer to them now. Everything is different. And that's their fault? It... No, it's, it's, it's theirs. Your voice again, please. I am whispering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. If you do one thing for me... I can fill out your paperwork for you. <laughs> the thinnest white woman smile you have ever seen. Calivar <laughs> uh, 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 does not trust this, but... What thing? 
If you're going to be caught by the red feathers again, if you're that stupid, I'm going to be the person that catches you. I don't want you to be caught by anyone else. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> um, okay, well, I guess that kind of answers the question if you and Tended. If you're if you're going to be catching me again, that means that you're going to be sticking around with them. This could be easier if you weren't in a position to try and be caught. The, the, there's a whole extended metaphor here that I clearly don't want to be having because Tony is getting increasingly irritated. Do you want your paperwork filled in or not? It's cramped over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Well, since you're not in a position to read or write, I will do that job for you. Again, the very thin, patronizing smile. Mm -hmm. If you could please come over to the gate here, we'll come with a guard and I will take you to the interrogation room where we can go get your paperwork signed. Stay put. And the guard, Oromar calls, is the one person aboard that ship, the obedience, who owed Oromar a favor. At this point, even in his career, he looked very old. <laughs> At least to a young Oromar Vale. And he spoke in swears that were incomprehensible to a boy of 14. How did he get employed? <laughs> he had it's a great so cover letter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. Actually, no, you're right. No, no that was right. I'm going to hang up my badge in shame, and that person will come up and finish the show for us. Because <laughs> they clearly understand how this works. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> That's good timing. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess that I guess that is yeah. this scene. Neat. We need to do the the read of the the, oh, the oh, fill yeah. in the blank. I guess we do that now. Uh, no, rules? I forgot to do that. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, there's a more important thing. I am gonna try and speed up a little bit, but there's yeah. an important thing. Is this is the first scene that delivers spoils of victory? Mm. Uh, when one character wins a scene, mm-hmm. uh, they <clears throat> are allowed to choose at the end of the scene to do one of two things. They can either change a heart, which can only be done to a destroyed trait, and neither of you have destroyed, destroyed any, any traits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also teach a lesson. Mm-hmm. And this allows you to take an undefined element on your opponent's sheet mm-hmm. and oh. fill it in. Mm-hmm. And since you have control of the scene. Tyler, you will yeah. be doing that. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Or Nathan. Uh... Oh, I mean, I don't need to fill in on the. I, I, yeah. I mean, eventually I might if win. Only you, I don't know. This is oh, okay. this is something that you're getting because you won, not a punishment of me making you do more work. Gotcha. Although, <laughs> I can see why it seems that way. <laughs> um, um, while Tyler is thinking about that, Nathan and I are going to move on to defining a little bit of scene three. Mm-hmm. And scene three is when we were closest. Mm. So we skip farther into the future. This is the moment where Calivar and Oromar were united closer than they ever were since. And the first question that I have mm-hmm. is what monumental defeat sits behind you and what monumental victory lies ahead of you? I think, especially considering how this went, the first kind of act of defiance possibly from internally from the red feathers was trying to free every prisoner on the ship simultaneously mm-hmm. and it was a complete shit show <laughs> not in the funny way i think a lot of prisoners died 
<laughs> you know, it's kind of like, oh, there are prisoners running around the ship. And the uh, uh, captain says, well, kill them then, idiot. And it was very difficult to save 20, 30 panicking people trying to flee for their lives. Um, sorry to be a downer. Uh <laughs> That's what happens when you're too idealistic and you don't think through everything uh, for certain. But thanks to Oromar and his friend, the older crewman Spit, one of those prisoners was able to hide and stow away Mm -hmm. because he was a 12-year-old boy. So that defeat sits behind you. But what monumental victory lies ahead of you? It might be real petty because the the captain of the the obedience probably changes over time. It's not always the same person because I know that there's probably I know that there is a captain of the obedience in the future that is a, still I believe alive. Um, but I would no, love that that dude is dead. You hanged him. Oh, oh yes, yes, I super <laughs> did. But that like, dude's chain, super and dead. Like, oh, it was sick. It was some Danganronpa shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, you danged his rompa. <laughs> Until he couldn't breathe anymore. Uh huh. Uh, so, I love that you're all anime nerds. It's great. Uh, so, okay. I I I think there was the, the, there's probably somebody involved in that process. It's probably not the captain who we handle later. That in just a petty act of revenge of hey, you were monumental in stopping this plan. We ruined that person's life specifically. There was there was a interesting. I I I Nathan, I'm actually gonna ask for something else mm-hmm. because this is the moment where Ormar and Calavar were closest, and yes. we do know that you go on to eventually depose the captain, mm-hmm. rename the ship the Uhuru, sure, and be corsairs together. So there's a different kind of like gig that we I, did. I that think we this kind is team up for. farther in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is probably when the Uhuru is the Uhuru. Oh, okay. So we can hop around a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, GC. All right. So we have we have free reign of the skies. Okay. We can go anywhere. But and before we do, what what lesson did Calavar teach Oromar? The myth that with a blade you can right the wrongs that others have committed. Mm. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mm. Ooh, it's spicy mm-hmm. yes i love this okay so yes farther in the future mm-hmm. what monumental victory sits in front of captain oromar vale mm. and his quartermaster calivar i mean i mean this feels like we get to do. Or some- actually, I don't want to impose quartermaster. Is he quartermaster? He could also be battlemaster. He could be helm. Uh, I'm trying to think oh. of like other captains. He could be a star watcher. I, uh, if it's helm, we still steering the ship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah helm. All right. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what gig? Uh, especially if it means that you're on the helm, we're getting some aeronautical like need for speed. Ah. Uh. Um, we're drifting, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is actually not desirable in the sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's a victory to come. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, it might define the scene that we do. So you know, yeah. I feel like now we've raced we've raced birds before. Mm-hmm. We've never raced ships before, right? Ooh, oh, okay. yeah. I feel like maybe that there is like we're we're all kind of like prepping for and feeling confident about a like uh, a large like skyship race mm. that is i'm uh, gonna make it more dangerous mm. please i think you are going to outrun a red feather blockade great great mm-hmm. great amazing so i think um we've been the crew has kind of been prepping for uh, a series of moves that like Oromar and Calavar have been workshopping mm-hmm. like where that involve like a lot of dives, a lot of like mm-hmm. cutting the cutting the furnaces for like a very specific amount of time to like get underneath something before we like let them loose again and then like like bob back into the sky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we're just training has been going very very well and mm. I think we're both very confident about our ability to pull this off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we're feeling more unified that way. Oh, I love that. Uh, my next question is, what have you come to rely on from each other? There is, uh, Aura Marvel is less in terms of following the rules at this point, clearly, mm-hmm. but I think is still a planner 
and wanting to stick to the plan. And then when the plan fully breaks, then we make the new plan. Uh, and so can sometimes be reticent to reject a failing plan. Uh, you are clearly very much an outside-the-box thinker in the way that Ormar does not, I think. Dope. Yeah. So you'd be, you know, I, I never even made a plan. I just did the yeah. thing in the line. I don't know how you want to like spin that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love mm. that. Um, and I think from from Oromar, like Calavar is like gets to witness real time every single day what a what like a beacon of a person can like do and how they can inspire like a crew. Cause I feel like on Calavar's own, he's more like confrontational mm -hmm. and he'll cut down like he'll cut down a crewmate before like and they won't they won't want to follow his lead. Mm. And so he's learning what it means to lead a ship mm. from you and what it means to like like yeah to pull off to inspire people to like risk their lives on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. I like that. What more than anything do you want from your opponent? And why don't you have it yet? It would be very funny to basically steal a bunch of ship resources from them and then use that in the specific outrunning of them because they're all they 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 don't have the res the resources to chase oh, with yeah. specifically <laughs> the sabotage is all the way down so uh, what i what i want from the red feathers in this this next uh, upcoming... Nathan has interpreted it as red feathers yeah mm. oh, great then i will um, however do. it could also be written in the spirit of what do you want from oromar that mm. you don't have yet um maybe twofold like i think there's a level of like trust that he wants from Oromar mm. um, that he's not necessarily getting probably because his ideas when he does have them are too loosey and goosey this case <laughs> being like Oromar doesn't uh, uh, Calavar doesn't make a lot of plans but what he wants more than anything in all else like right in this next mission is to like like at some point have ship to ship contact like we've been oh, yeah. practicing all these dives and maneuvers to avoid, but also if there was a moment where our ship could just like ram into the like, mm -hmm. we just like I would, I would, oh, I want that, I want that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. How old were you at this point? Uh, we're definitely post seventeen at this post point because we're defected. I think we're in the um, like thigh high shiny leather boots Armar era, and everybody knows at which. <laughs> uh, Describe it like a Pirates of Penzance like costume. Yeah. yeah Everybody in their life hit that phase when you know. they were in the thigh high shiny leather boots. <sighs> so we all know exactly what age that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is, I think, established as like mid 20s. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm late. I'm late for my phase. <laughs> um, great. Yeah. Uh, then. Well, we, Nathan, you've already like half, at that point. Yeah, you've oh. already half answered this. What do you look like? I think, um, I think now we've moved into uh, 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 Calavar has kind of gotten into like shaving designs into his uh, into his like he's he's kind of given up on growing his hair about, out again. He's still like uh, sort of a buzz cut, but he's like shaved in. What he thinks is a sail, mm. like into the side mm -hmm. of it looks like a it looks like a it looks like a triangle. It's a triangle. It's just a triangle. <laughs> but nobody will say that to him. <laughs> well, they get the rings, right? Yes, yeah. you get the rings. Um, I think it's the it's the same shirt. Um, he he owns other shirts, but when it's time to like when it's, it's the like, lucky shirt, yes. When yeah, it, like yeah, yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. a mission, he dons the same shirt, but now it fits very tight, and um, and I think like he's like uh, he, he's he's ripped off the sleeves, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guns are out, yes. In, for this scene, each player may make up to three raises. But at least one bid must be to destroy. Mm. Okay. And you can freely bid any trait. The day is clear. And the winds are swift. They are not rough, but they are swift. This is ideal sailing weather. For the Bandari who sailed on the sea. And for those brave enough to sail in the sky. Of course, 
that bravery is tenfold aboard the Uhuru. Dubbed that just a few years ago. Now, we did say that there was an important defeat behind these people, and we talked about a potential defeat before we knew we could jump forward in time. I think the real defeat behind them is the fall of Bendari. I think at this point in the story that has already happened. That fire burns still in the heart of Oromar Vale and the heart of Calavar. That fire burns in the three furnaces aboard the Uhuru and flies up into the sails, filling them with heat and light. And that fire is what faces now on the horizon. Enough sails of Redfeather ships that it looks like they face a sunset in midday. The blockade promised and delivered. So I was going to burn a different trait, but you kind of forced my hand. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it was going to happen anyway, but it might as well happen now. I'm going to burn that trait lesson from a loved one. You can journey anywhere, but you can always return home. Uh, can't now. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to destroy that if you didn't take care of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Uh, there's no there's no coming back to me. Um... I don't envy you, Tyler. <laughs> this is a tough one. Um, I guess. Uh, fine. Um, a myth. I'm still. I'm still able to. You can. You my, can establish. Yeah, yeah, okay. Too. Um, I right at this point, he Calavar believes that he is skilled enough to slip through the tightest of vices. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Um, please, yeah, establish that myth for yourself. Um, and I'm going to say already, you have not outbid Oromar. Yeah, yeah. And you have three raises. Do you want to raise? And um, you have to raise because you need to destroy at least one trait. Oh, okay. Rules I'm going to destroy the, the signature ring. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is when, I think this kind of is when um, Calavar. It's not. It's not like that. It's not like that Star Wars shit where it's like we see when he gets his signature pistol, but when he, like, when he moves into, it's like I need to be able to like I need to be able to like uh, take these guys out from afar, mm-hmm. and it's like I got I got to lose the rings. Okay. And okay. Uh, yeah, huh? I like that. Yeah, d- destroy that. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. 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 It's tough, but I do still think, like, my Absolutely. impression is Oromar's yeah. still in the lead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Would you like to raise again, or shall we go on ahead with the scene? Let's keep moving. Okay. Right. Yeah. And let's be aware that, again, uh, the traits that were brought into the scene, or that, that were bid on the scene, need to be incorporated into the scene mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, that that is good, and... Uh, yeah, I think for this we can remember to to do this part of it. Sure. The, and yeah, it was a moment of yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I think to be honest, what I filled in previously. Oh, perfect. Was probably something pretty close anyway. I, I think it, it was a moment of like mutual righteous fury. Mm. I was apparently his brother, but in this moment, we are something more and something different. It was a moment of exhilarating panic. I was shooting from the hip, and you were calm as ever. So I think we start our, like, desperate ship race in Medis Res. This isn't the moment where we have started the chase. This is at this point. I think it's almost near the final stretch, right? We have managed to – various traps have been laid uh, um, the s- previous sabotage to their ships had gone. They, you know, uh, it, one of some of several of the ships injected additional fuel to kind of push the their their skyships higher, and their furnaces exploded. That kind of thing. Um, they uh, went for their griffins, and the griffins were not there. Yeah, you know, um, and only one ship is still in pursuit. Because at this point, if that shit gives up, well, they're probably going to be in a very similar situation to what Antoine 
uh, was so many years ago and there isn't going to be somebody who's going to file their paperwork for them. Mm. Uh, so they're ride or die in a very different way. <laughs> and perhaps the frustrating thing is the ship pursuing you is the endurance. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the moment where we're like, uh, there is a call from the captain's quarters being like, slow, slow the ship. Let them think they've caught us. Slow, slow, slow. <laughs> um, and uh, I think that there's maybe you you put out that order mm-hmm. and then three beats too long go by before we actually start to slow. And mm-hmm. you kind of just know that that's that is that's Calavar being like, oh, no, we don't need to slow. We don't need to slow. We this is what you want, Calavar. And then we, we like start to slow the ship. That's better. <laughs> Captain, what's uh, what's the plan? Well, and I think even though Oromar is calm, his expression is actually pretty icy. I want to make sure that the majority of those who are chasing us are going to either end up dead or scared to see our faces ever again. And we can't do that without sending them a greeting. The deck of the Uhuru feels silent. Many aboard this ship have not crossed blades since the night of the mutiny. Since the night that the obedience became the Uhuru. They look now to Oromar Vale. The man, the young man, who is insisting that on this day they will cross blades once again with the crew of the Endurance. And we, I think we both end up meeting on the deck mm-hmm. as we are preparing for the endurance to be pulling alongside. I hope that this is the right thing in agreeing to your idea, Kelevar, since you're so eager on fighting personally. You won't regret this. They are going to be, they will be talking about us for, for years to come. They won't know what hit them. Well, I do have the three-year plan that we have in step. (laughs) I'm not listening. (laughs) You never do, but that's fine. You'll eventually listen to me. You always do. Now. Spicy. (laughs) I best be seeing posts on Tumblr about this, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Now, I hope you're ready. Uh, he just gives he just gives him a smirk and a and a and a nod. Hi, Captain. Crew's ready. All right, let's stain their coats a deeper shade of red. And the endurance pulls up. There is a call from the endurance. Recognize it as a hoy. And then I feel like, can we do a? <laughs> I want Calivar to jerk the the ship to the right mm-hmm. and send the Uhuru going like at the yeah. Endurance. Mermaid first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're drifting that ship. Yeah, we all drift the ship. <laughs> and a battle ensued. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think we get like proper kind of dramatic cuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is very kind of we've got trigger animating this scene. The end the, the, the color the colorways are entirely unlike what the show normally is. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a folk pastoralness to a lot of sphere and at this point it is neon colors the show has never been. Because <laughs> <As>, uh, <laughs> th- th- this this is the point that we get the gift sets. So uh, <laughs> you know I, I, I think there is there is definitely uh, Oromar is very much a one-on-one fighter, so even though there are multiple members of the Endurance who are trying to storm and outnumber these two, because I definitely think that we're like the lead-in, mm-hmm. is just like, you, dead. You, dead. You, beheaded, kicked into that person who's now dead. Uh- <laughs> and I think uh, there's there's a there are a couple cuts of Calivar just like slipping through and because at this point he's still trying to get as close as possible and he is like using the rings Mm. and so he's like knocking people out knocking them out downing them and then i think there's maybe a moment where he downs someone 
and we just see like a little bit of a, like a glint on their person and he picks up like uh like a a pistol and then he's just like he very casually downs like two folks and then he's like nice but i can do better and he tosses away that pistol <laughs> and the rest of the the rest of like the fight calivar is just downing people taking their pistol and just like play testing them mm. <laughs> rapid fire mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> i think there is a shot there is like a smash cut to the deck of the endurance and it is quiet and the colors have come back into normal kind of like hues except both calivar and oromar are just stained in blood Oof. and Oof. they just kind of hand clap <laughs> <laughs> And then we cut to a wide shot, and you see like the 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 pressure from the hand clap reverberates in the sky. <laughs> I need a shower. And scene. And scene. <laughs> and that is what I believe we have time for today. We will finish this flashback on our own time. I want to thank everyone for showing up uh, uh, to this performance. I want to thank everyone for listening to our show in general. We are so honored and so grateful to have you in our audience, and we are so excited to bring you this production. Thank you for supporting it, and Mm -hmm. I hope you have a lovely Gen Con. Yay! Thank you, everybody. Thank you. A letter from Olivia Youngblood to her dearest brother Remington. On no particular occasion of note, save for the justified declaration of the particular needs regarding the deed which stands between her and the true and purest calling of the culmination of her life's work, which is to say, the pursuit and eventual capture of Sphere's most notorious pirate, Captain Urmar Vale. My good brother, Now that you have deigned to allow me liberty to pursue this task, well past the time this matter suits my interests, I might add, it would be best for me to sincerely consider and disclose to you what allowances I know to be most suited to me in the pursuit of this task. For, considering what care I have had for the young blood name, the fleet, and how respectfully I have dealt with the requirements therein, which, by both the laws of the sky and the lumens, and also that of civil policy, wit governance, and independent thought, you, dear brother, are bound to, I pray and insist you grant me, your most kind and capable sister, the sum of fifty thousand gold bars per annum, quarterly to be paid, at your convenience, for I understand how challenging you find the division of large sums when intended for recipients other than your own direct interests. Furthermore, I would have 5,000 gold bars added annually for the use in the performance of randomized acts of incentive towards various mercenary forces and informational brokering. For it is widely known that in the pursuit of pirates, it is unlikely that I will not be called upon to expend additional funds. My methods are as ever my own, and for this endeavour to be a success, I would not, neither will be, held accountable to scrutiny by parties not familiar with them. Furthermore, I will have three griffins for my own saddle, that none shall dare lend or borrow. Ideally, Falcons, though a very fine war duck would not be denied, neither would a woodpecker or nuthatch for use in tactical stratagems so obvious that even you may surmise when presented to do so. Furthermore, I would have two of our sails fitted to new ships with aviary facilities suited to these three Falcons or war ducks or woodpeckers or nuthatches or some mixture thereof as the case may be, For there shall be no additional room available on my current ships for their housing and keeping, and their fineness should of course require the utmost care to prepare them for their moment in the great hunt. As such, I shall also have aviarists to accompany them upon their journey, each skilled and trained for such work accordingly. It is my calculation that six aviarists shall do. That is, six aviarists per bird. 
Furthermore, I shall have one very fine dog for my own accompaniment, of the utmost lineage and health. Furthermore, I should have a second very fine dog, to accompany the first dog in a similar manner that they accompany me in my travels, lest the first dog is to be discovered to be lonely or homesickly. Furthermore, and I mark you this, I should have a third dog, of not quite so great a lineage or health or looks as the first or second dog, that the first and second dog be able to look down upon the third dog and feel superior to it, as is befitting of dogs in my company, and likewise is befitting of dogs so high and great in parentage as the first and second dog ought be. It may be best that the first dog and second dog be fine hounds, and the third less fine dog be something of less useful inclination, a mutt of terrier blood, perhaps. I shall encourage you, brother, to judge which dog you see fit, for I imagine you would be most suited amongst any to choose which dog to be less superior in any given pack. Furthermore, when I am to set sail, I will have these dogs alongside me, yes, even the third, more inferior beast, and therefore I must and will and shall have all three dogs proper bedding, feed, and a man or two to care for them when I have not the need for their company. Again, I beseech you, brother, to do as you see fit in this instance. Furthermore, I will have six or eight serving gentlemen more than my already robust staff, and I will have two specialty yachts trimmed in gold and velvet and outfitted with the finest featherweave envelopes, and each yacht must also have ten or twelve errands assigned to them for the best and most efficient journey should I require the use of them along the way. I shall remind you here that the weight of the young blood name is a burden that I bear with pride and gratitude, but not without difficulty. The strength of our name and respect for our fleet are found in what face we show to the world. And though you may have easy appreciation for it, buried within the finery of our primary estate, our enemies do not. That responsibility is one you have so wisely delegated to me. As such, I am most suited to determine how that face presents itself. It would do all our enemies well to know that when a young blood seeks vengeance, she does so in comfort and grace that no show of strength should require sacrifice, and that their inevitable defeat will appear as a lark. Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter over at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com. Hey heroes, it's James here. It's time for you to grab a bird, a saddle, and a lance. Because we've got new episodes of Sky Joust coming at you next week. Sky Joust is the One Shot Network's competitive sports drama actual play. Inspired by your favorite sports animes and set in Skyjack's world of Sphere. Follow four different adolescent jousting teams as they battle their way through the quarterfinals, eventually to face each other in head-to-head -head PvP matches. It's competitive because we have four different teams of protagonists, and everybody's got a reason to win. But there's only one championship spot, and the game decides who takes the crown. Watch your favorite performers from around the one-shot network and world of actual play in some intense and hilarious moments. You can listen to Sky Joust right now by heading over to your favorite podcast app, and search for Sky Joust, S-K-Y-J-O-U-S-T, with two exclamation points. If you first checked out Sky Joust when it was on the Skyjacks feed, we are finally airing brand new episodes, so it's the perfect time to jump in. We'll catch you in the lists, heroes. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. Tyler is on strike alongside his fellow members of the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. You can support Tyler and other striking artists by contributing to the Entertainment Community Fund, linked in our show notes. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at LizAnderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Captain Oromar Vale was played by Nathan Blades, who can be found on Twitter at PhantomArtsENT, or streaming at twitch.tv slash theneoncaster. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this podcast was written, composed, and performed by Arnie Parrott. 
You can find him over on Twitter at Arnie Parrott or on his website, ATP Tunes. This episode was edited by Allie Grauer, who can be found on Twitter at Dreams to Become or on her podcast, Skyjack's Courier's Call. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Lunarum. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and Illimat, produced by Together Studios. This show was made in part by using a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system, designed by Sam Stewart and a team of talented professionals. There are no kings. Take flight. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends near rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky